Welcome, Welcome to Quick Shots. Quick Shots. It's not a race, cuz. It is a race. You <laughs> you had me doing the heavy lifting last week. It's on to you this week. My uh, first question: My property manager charges eight percent of the rent and a two week letting fee. Does that sound right? Oh, uh, every single property manager seems to be so different. I mean, I see them today as low as five and a half percent, so five percent plus GST, and as high as eight to 9%, including GST. Um, I think really you get what you pay for. That is my honest opinion. You get what you pay for. Your property manager fee is tax deductible. And I don't know, I think James and I have run some numbers a few times whereby we've sort of just calculated what it actually costs to have you know, a, a good a good rental business and then also be making money. I mean, we're all in business to make money and if we're making money and we have good staff, um, you know, we're, we're often going to be more valuable. Um, so I think here paying sort of that 8% or 77 to 8%, which is where most of my properties are at, I'm very happy to pay it and I notice the difference in the service that I get. When it comes to the two-week letting fee, yep, that sounds about right. Sometimes it's a one-week and there's all these little... I guess charges when they re-let it or they market it and usually they're up front when you've got your property being handed over the, for the first time and you get yeah. less of those sort of as, as it goes on. Some charge for um, uh, the inspections every six to 12 months, some don't charge. You know, I think look at those things as well, not just the face value of the 8% or, or the, the, the property manager's charge. Should be less for a renewal too than when they've got to actually advertise it and do the inspections and relay it. Totally agree. Totally agree. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, this one over to you. I'm building an investment property. Are the interest and holding costs tax deductible whilst it's under construction? Yes and no. So, uh, yes, they are, um, but only for the uh, interest and holding costs uh, relevant to the build. So, uh, the interest on the land itself won't be tax deductible, but the interest on the uh, construction will uh, will be and um, and the holding cost should be as well. But, uh, yeah, check with your accountant. Those rules have changed pretty recently. So uh, there was a time for maybe a year or two where you couldn't mm. claim them, but uh, they're, they're now claimable. So good question um, to be asking and definitely make sure that you stay on your accountant for that one. Yeah. Uh, next one here, I keep losing out on rental applications because it's so competitive. What do you think of these build-to-rent complexes that charge – uh, 20% above the private market. Oh, so topical because I, I'm i involved in a property organisation and we're always talking about this massive super asset called Build to Rent, which is basically where uh, big institutional money build whole entire buildings of maybe two, 300 apartments and they don't sell any of them, they rent all of them out. I was sceptical on this and I wondered how on earth do they charge above the the private market, you know, 20 or 30%. And I actually recently inspected one here in Melbourne in Caulfield. And it's like very campus style. It's only like four or five stories. And a one bedroom is $550 to $600 a week, depending on what mix you've got. Now, compared to the private market, you could probably get that one bedroom for $400 to $450. So Mm. it is significantly more. I went in very skeptical. Mm. Now, based on some of these that I've seen, and you've got to tour them, you've got to make sure that you can afford it. I mean, it's all down to affordability. If you can afford paying 20 to 30% above market, they are pretty unbelievable because they're so tenant focused and flexible. 
You can do month to month, which can be really handy. Um, you never, you know, you're never going to be kicked out because the, you know, the property's being sold or you know the the landlord's moving back in. So as long as you're doing the right thing, you shouldn't be kicked out. But I've seen some of the amenities in these things, and if you can, for example, drop your gym membership. Um, some of them have got co-working spaces. If you're a sole trader, it might save you from going and, and paying for an office somewhere else. Um, you can go and use the pool here. Like if you consider all the money you spend on recreation outside of the private rental market normally and you bundle it all into paying slightly above in one of these build to rent complexes I actually I'm now a supporter of it being actually quite feasible so you've got to sort of holistically look at all the things you spend money on that maybe are now within the complex that that you might live in and it sounds like a paid plug but Honestly, and cuz I'd love to tell you more, but I, I went through a build to rent complex, um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago in, in Caulfield and I was blown away. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, I so, haven't been so, to yeah. it. So I'll be keen to Amazing. check them out. Glad you got Amazing. that question. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I support it and a uh, really interesting asset class coming into Australia as, as vacancy rates are at record lows. That pretty much wraps us up for this week. Love yous and leave yous, I reckon. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.